Hello, ladies and gentlemen. My name is Dr. PhD, otherwise known as Pat Haley. I have been gone for a while, but this is going to be good to get back into the seat. Uh, I should let you know I am going to be away for one more week um, because I am taking a bit of a vacation. I've been going through some stuff in my personal life. I'm not going to talk about it here because this is not the place. This is the place to talk about the Philadelphia Flyers, Philadelphia sports, and everything that a fan may think. This is the Orange Line. Welcome back. It's good to be back, ladies and gentlemen. And if there's one thing that I've always tried to be on this podcast is hopeful to the future. I've always tried to look to the future and hope for the best. And right now, the Philadelphia Flyers are on a five-game win streak, which is proving, at least to me, that this team still has the ability to go out and be a team that can compete. They still have that ability, and I think they're just a little bit slept on. And, I mean, don't get that confused. I don't think that we're going we're, we're gonna to get into the, uh, the playoffs or anything. I don't think... It's fair to say that this team is a good team, but I think this is a team that has the potential to be a good team. And while right now I think they just they they've lost their edge, they need to regroup. I think later is when they can actually really come back. And like I I know that it's it's not going to be exactly what we wanted. I mean, we we came into this season expecting at least playoffs, and then when Chuck Fletcher came in, he said, "Yep, we're we're still going to the playoffs." But it's hard for me to believe that, and it's because this team is just playing bad right now. And even though they're playing bad right now, we're obviously seeing that they can play good later. I mean, this is a team that we we got rid of our GM, we got rid of our head coach, and those are huge changes for an organization. And so it's, it's a little unrealistic to think that this team is going to change something that big and then all of the pieces will click together and it's like, all right, now we're a top-tier team. We're not. And it's... It's the only thing that's making me go, all right, I, I can accept where we're going to end up this season. I'm just going to look for something that can help us in this season for next season. And I know, like, everyone's probably so tired of hearing the, oh, we're, we'll get them next season, or, you know, two years, three years. You just got to wait. You just got to be patient. Honestly, like, that's the only thing we can do. Uh, with this season I feel like the hole is a little too deep and um, I, I I don't know if the Flyers will be able to dig themselves out of it um but let's talk about this five game win streak it uh it started just a little while ago um I should have prepared better and uh, looked up that schedule but it started a little while ago they're on a five game win streak and uh, 
at the very start of it, I remember having a huge argument with my friend Jack. I keep talking about him. I just need him to get onto the podcast. If you know Jack, text him. Tell him to get onto the podcast because he is one of the most opinionated people I know about this team. And he has some good points. But he didn't on this night. I'll say that because... We got into an argument about how the Flyers played against the Bruins because I felt like we outplayed them. He felt like they outplayed us. And the one thing that I said is that we did a better job of keeping the puck out of our net and putting the puck into theirs. And I know that's a very basic thing to say. It's just, oh, we scored more. But realistically, I'm talking about the efficiency of it. In the entirety of the game, shots that were blocked and shots that got to the net by the Boston Bruins was 72, and they scored three goals. Three goals on 72 shots. And we had four goals on, I believe, a total of, like, 54 or something like that. Oh, no, not even 54. 27. 27 shots. We were way more efficient at scoring. We were way more efficient at taking away their scoring opportunities, and we played a very defensive game. That's the exact thing that I wanted to get across in this argument. And I'll be honest, I I get a little salty. So I was was having this argument, and... uh, you know, it, it would eat away at me because we would talk about the Flyers and it would all come back to, we didn't outplay the Bruins. You're, you can't even see the game. And, you know, that that's just where it would be. I would get mad. I'd be sitting there like, fucking, play defensive, whatever. Um, But then, just today, I sat down and I was reading some articles. And I read an article written by one John Bork That says the Flyers have been winning by playing defensive and a lot of defense. Now, the article goes in depth of saying that, you know, the shots on goal differential between teams, you know, has been pretty even throughout the season. But the season low right now is by the Ottawa Senators, who have a usual differential of minus 7.7. Within our win streak, we have been outshot by a minus 13.4, almost doubling what the worst in the league is. So, I mean, what the article then goes into is that Gordon actually thinks that they would rather have an opportunity of a rebound and having it being set up back at the blue line. They would rather have that because you're able to bounce back from that. He talks about how in some games you would see a play where a player would just walk in with seven seconds left. How many times in overtime have we had a goal within the first minute because someone walked in to our offensive zone and scored? We've had those plays happen to us so much that Gordon has been saying that he wants to cut down on those parts defensively so that way those goals don't happen because that's a harder hole to dig yourselves out of. Um, so I, uh, I just want to say 
that I'm glad I was right this whole time. I knew that the Flyers were playing defensive. We have been doing an incredible job, and we've been more efficient on being offensive, which is one of the biggest things for me. Efficiency, guys. If you're scoring more on less shots, you're doing something right. That's got to be a good sign. And that's why I'm being hopeful for this team, because they're showing that they can improve. They're showing that they're able to change one thing in their game that they were really bad at to the point where they were giving up goals very easily. To now they're eliminating those plays. Since Gordon's taken over, we haven't had one, so that's kind of a good sign. This team is improving, slowly but surely, and I think come next season we will absolutely be a team that can probably get past the first round of the playoffs I'll say that right now that's how confident I am in this team guys I love this team and I always want them to do the best and I know they have the ability to do the best so if you don't want to hear someone talking positive about this team I guess by now you should know that I, uh, I'm i going to talk positive about this team. I'm so tired of people hating on it, and I just want them to succeed. And while I started this on the topic of looking to the future, one thing that I wanted to say here is that I think the landscape of the orange line is changing. It occurred to me just a short while ago that the line that takes you from Fernrock to AT&T Station, just so happens to be the orange line. Why did none of you point this out to me earlier? I've been sitting here thinking that this is a cool play on words for, like, you know, lines on, you know, a hockey team and lines on the ice and things like that. This is a way better analogy. Um, But, yeah, so playing off of the fact that the orange line is what takes you to AT&T Station to get to all the games... Why not broaden everything? You don't want to hear me talking bad about the Philadelphia Flyers. That's okay now. Because coming in the future, I am absolutely planning on talking about all four of the major sports teams and maybe some other things related to Philadelphia if I see fit. I know that uh, I have Kevin, who's been on the podcast before. He uh, is a season ticket holder to the Philadelphia Wings, so they're probably going to get a mention. Uh, I'm also a big fan of the Philadelphia Fusion, our Overwatch League team. I know not a lot of people care about that. You really should. It's a fun game, though. Really interesting. And, you know, maybe talk about the soul, the heart and soul of Philadelphia or uh, maybe even the Union, I'm, I'm just saying, I'm spreading out my wings. So we're going to start including some more stuff. And uh, the one little teaser that I want to do is Bryce Harper and Manny Machado, two of the biggest, biggest uh, names, I should say, in, uh, in the MLB. They are going into free agency, I believe, and... Well, I know Philadelphia is kind of a destination. We're a team that's on the climb. We are on the upswing, and I actually mean it this time. The Phillies have been looking very, very good going from, you know, five years ago to where they are now. They look pretty decent. So uh, that's a team that I'm even more hopeful for. And uh, with the prospect of getting one of those two gigantic names onto our team, uh, 
there's just been a lot of speculation going on. I know a little while ago, uh, I think it was Bryce Harper uh, posted something about how he... Uh, oh, no, he didn't post something. It was someone posted a picture of test bats, and one of the bats that uh, was having a print tested on it was a Philadelphia Phillies print, which is really cool. I like that. Um... That means we're on his mind. Aw. But uh, it's it's getting me excited for the Phillies. I'm going to be in Florida in a little bit, and I'm just going to miss the spring training. Uh, just going to miss the pitchers and catchers and full practices and the first game. It's a little upsetting, guys. But I do think uh, Bryce Harper could be... Uh, very, 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 very valuable asset for this um, up-and-coming Philadelphia Phillies team. I'm still super hot on Aaron Nola. Still got to get myself a jersey because that man is incredible. Um, and I, 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 I have to look more into some of these other teams. Obviously, I only know. I won't say I only know. I just mostly know uh, the updated news for the philadelphia flyers because i've been working on this podcast for you guys uh besides the last few weeks which again i do apologize for uh like i said i've just been going through some personal issues and uh i'm hoping to get back into the swing of things i'm going to be gone one more week this is just to let you guys know that i plan on doing this on the end of weeks now and i am also going to uh be expanding my horizons to all of the Philadelphia sports teams and Philadelphia sports-related news. So thank you for joining me today on the Orange Line. My name is Dr. PhD. If you want to, follow me on all of my social medias, uh, which I am actually cutting down on, and it's just going to be Twitter. So if you want to be updated about the games or wrestling or anything uh, else, then follow me at Dr. PhD, D O C T E R P H D. Um, go Flyers, go Phillies, go Birds, go Sixers, and go you. Have an absolutely great day. Thank you for sticking with me here on the Orange Line. <laughs>